Good morning, Contrarians. It is about 6.35 on Friday, October 22nd, and stock futures are mixed. We have the S&P and Dow Industrials basically flat. Small caps are showing signs of life. The Russell 2000 is up about three-tenths of one percent, but then tech is down. The NASDAQ is off about two-tenths of one percent. This after some disappointing earnings from Snap and Intel. In fact, it's not just Snap, but social media stocks in general are being sold here. Uh, this follows reports that, I guess, Donald Trump is starting some kind of social media company. But there's, I don't think that's the, the main concern. There's other issues here with Facebook rebranding or whatever and other things. But that's tech stocks. Uh, bond markets, interestingly here, short-term bonds are selling off. The yield on the two-year is up to 0.4554%. This has been rising steadily over the last year, which is pretty much what you would expect when you come out of a major shock like COVID. So maybe not a huge surprise. People who, who monitor yield curves can maybe speak to some yield curve inversion going on or who knows what else. But I'm going to stay away from that because I, I don't know. Just leave it alone. But it all this this all follows a day when the S and P closed at a record high. It was in fact the seventh straight uh, close higher for the S and P, and a record close. Like I said, uh, the other indexes are up for the week, but they're uh, off a little bit still from from the close, but uh, from the records. But I they could get there. At least the the Dow could. I think the S the index the, the the NASDAQ is still uh, a little ways away. Anyway, today uh, we have economic reports. The uh, market, the main one here is the uh, a fresh set of purchasing manager index reports from market. This is the flash reading. It's due out at 9.45 a.m. It's the flash reading for October. And they do three of these. The composite one, which is a combination of services and manufacturing. For the U.S. economy, obviously, services is, is, is the major one. And there, the uh, economists expect the PMI to come in right around 55, um, which is the 50 level is what separates expansion from contraction. So 55, obviously, well into expansion territory. Uh, the manufacturing PMI is expected to come in a little higher. That's at 60.3, also about the same as it was in September. These readings usually hover pretty closely to economist estimates. And when there is a miss, it usually um, doesn't bode all that well. Uh, most recently, the, in late August, we had the flash readings that missed. And we know what happened in September with stock markets. It may be a coincidence there. Not entirely sure of the correlation. I haven't looked into it all that closely. But for what it's worth, this is worth watching, um, partly because it's a flash report, so the, the first one, so less of a trailing indicator than the, the other one we get at the beginning of the month. And um, so, yeah, so so just look to that. That's out at 9.45. And before that, we have earnings. Uh, American Express, that is a portfolio company, although I've sold off most of it after it doubled. I bought it at the, at the lows. Yay for me. I wish that happened to all the stocks I bought. It doesn't. Uh, Schlumberger um, and Honeywell, I believe Cleveland Cliffs as well, those are all due before the open. So far, about uh, about 20% or one-fifth of the S&P companies have reported 
third quarter earnings and 83% have beat estimates. That's according to FactSet. So that's pretty good. It's um, a little bit below uh, the last quarter, but it's still very good. And, and especially considering that many people weren't expecting there to be this, this much uh, upside surprise. So the what that means is that when there is downside surprise, like we saw last night with Snap and Intel, investors are going to punish those shares pretty severely. Uh, Kinder Morgan was another one, by the way, KMI. Um, and I was lo- I was looking at that because this was featured in, in the a recent podcast. And our guest, uh, Todd Sullivan, supplied several reasons to be bullish. But it's it's not near 50. It, it dropped a lot, but it's not near 52-week lows or anything like that. So I'm just going to keep watching it for now. Anyway, uh, a couple other things going on. We also have Fed uh, Chair Jerome Powell uh, to speak at 11 o'clock. Uh, it's not clear if he'll take questions, but this will be broadcast live on YouTube, and the calendar on the Fed website has a link to that. I have put that into the show notes. Finally, Evergrande, update there, positive development here. They have made an overdue interest payment to offshore bondholders. So this avoids, this allows Evergrande to avoid default for now. More importantly, it shows that the Chinese government is willing to play ball with international creditors and as they seek to maintain access to international capital markets. It also indicates that they may not be willing to commit economic suicide quite yet. So a positive development there, but as these things go, there's always one step forward and two steps back. Situation still worth monitoring. I don't think we're out of the woods yet, there yet, even though the major media and major markets haven't really paid all that much attention in a couple of weeks. Anyway, that's where we are this Friday. Uh, nice, warm, uh, unseasonably warm Friday here in the northeastern U.S. I hope you have a nice weekend. Remember that the lines of communication are open to you, a premium subscriber. I am available to you. I don't know why you'd want to talk to me, but whatever. Um, those, So, yeah, you can reach out over... Uh, email contrarianpod at gmail.com. Any feedback you have on this uh, show or the regular podcast, I am happy to hear it and open to suggestions. So send me that as well. With that, I thank you for listening. Wish you a happy weekend and look forward to speaking to you on Monday. Bye.